welcome back, you guys. Welcome back from where? From our year-long hiatus. Hi, it's me, your best friend, Rachel Evans, and we're back with Dark Five. Can you believe it's Sapphire? Say hi, Sapphire. Hi. Yes, I can believe it. <laughs> I should have. I should have introduced the uh, the format of the show first, but. It's so weird to be sitting across from somebody and not acknowledge them. So I'm gonna, would you sit there quietly and look yes. at me? And you're already looking at me in the eyes. It's very intimate. Anyway, hi, I've missed you all very much. I'm sorry that I've been gone, but I have been writing a memoir. That's not true. I've been sleeping. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back to Dark Five. As you guys know, Dark Five is a <clears throat> catalog of all things spooky, all things creepy, all things gross. And uh, I don't think that we got enough time together on the YouTube show to really explore all the things that we should be talking about. No. So that's what this is for. Oh my God. I know. It's a podcast. <laughs> it's a goddamn podcast. People are listening to it and they might be watching it. If you didn't know, if you're listening to it with your ear holes, you can also watch it with your eyeballs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so now you guys know this is going to be pretty much like the old Dark Five that you're used to. We're going to talk about five things, but it's going to be a little bit more loosey, a little bit more goosey, and a whole lot more spooky. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> can you tell I do nothing? I don't talk to anybody in my in my downtime. I like, like I'm okay. Anyway, Sapphire, do you know why yes. I called you here today? I have zero clue. Okay, great. <laughs> We're going to talk about exorcisms. Ooh. And the reason why I really want to talk to you about this, not only because you're my spooky sister, and if you guys don't know, first of all, yeah, you do. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Second of all, this is Sapphire Sandalo, the creator Hello. of Something Scary and the creator of many open passageways in my heart You learn, <laughs> I learned to love via you. I've learned a lot from you. Oh, good. Yeah, I love you very much. Oh, I love you too. Cool. Um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about exorcisms today, mm -hmm. which is actually not a very funny topic. No. I don't know if you know this, and we'll talk about this more later. 2018, there has been more exorcism requests in 2018 than in any other year ever. What? I know. I didn't know that. Well, we'll, we'll get into it. Um, but yeah, so I really wanted to get into uh, the idea of possession, the idea of exorcism, and right. kind of where it came from, where it is now, and how we uh, interpret what that really means. Because I think exorcism means different things to a lot of people. Yes, is that dangerous? I don't know. Is it? Is that mm -hmm. No. I mean, oh, okay. look, I, we've talked about this before. Like, mm -hmm. um, I guess in the Philippines, they kind of use the term a little bit more loosely. Like, when people think of exorcism, they usually think of the movie The Exorcist and oh. how that is, where it's like you get possessed by a demon and mm -hmm. you act crazy and your head turns around. But, like, for my family, um, it could also just mean that, like, something evil has attached itself to you. And an exorcism is just, like, getting rid of that. So I'm really happy that you said that because that's a wonderful oh, – what a great interlude – and is that what the word is? Mm, it was a wonderful segue into the history of exorcism. I think that a lot of people might think that exorcism is a uniquely Catholic idea. Like you said, when many people think of the idea of exorcisms, they think of the exorcist or the exorcism of Emily Rose. They think of a priest holding somebody down and throwing mm -hmm. water on their face, which seems rude. But uh, <laughs> it's not, actually. It's There's a deep, rich history Starting in ancient Mesopotamia. Ooh, I know. haven't heard that word since seventh grade. <laughs> well, you're hearing it again because we love education. 
<laughs> so it was believed that um, all forms of sickness came from powerful spirits entering a person's body and attaching to that person, a lot like what mm. you were saying mm -hmm. about the Philippines. Um, Assyrian tablets made reference to the use of incantations and prayers to the gods, as well as direct challenges to the demons, which were believed to inflict every type of disease, both physical and psychological. Ancient Babylonian priests performed rituals by destroying a clay or wax image of a demon. Hmm. So very similar to what you're saying and uh -huh. i think a lot of the idea of exorcism and demonic play come demonic play sounds like some weird new bdsm thing <laughs> like demonic play like it's this new thing that i'm into check it out um <laughs> man i've been on too many apps lately <laughs> damn <laughs> oh no uh, but i think that a lot a lot of people's perception of of what that is comes from like we said the catholic church but mm -hmm. in reality it comes from a lack of information which is just hey um somebody's acting erratically it must be the demons um great. so more information are you ready yes great in the hindu religion the ancient text known as the vedas i'm probably saying that wrong <laughs> so they were written around a thousand bc before christ mm. it's very similar to the uh babylonian mesopotamian version of it where that uh, anything dark inside of you is described as a demon mm -hmm. Exorcism, on the other hand, was not seen as like a, it wasn't a practice per se. They would break the wax figures or they would uh, burn deities. That deities. What? Effigies. <laughs> not deities. Don't burn them. No. Don't, don't burn them. That's like a very cool metal album name. Can you burn it? Burning deities. <laughs> <laughs> The idea of possession has been around way, way, way before the Catholic Church, mm -hmm. although the brand of exorcism, the one you're probably accustomed to with movies like Exorcism of Emily Rose, have been popularized. And I do think that it's a useful plot device <laughs> in film and TV. Yeah, it's I think it's, it's engaging um, and there's rich history with it because like things like the exorcist are based off of real events like Roland Doe like the exorcist was based on that even though they forget they they willfully forget um key parts of of the story like past traumas and psychological reports that are ignored especially with the exorcism of Emily Rose that's a big one that we'll talk about mm -hmm. which is the case of Annalise Michelle mm -hmm. Michelle is that that's what she was based on right uh, Emily, Emily Rose, Rose. So I think like to start, we've talked a lot about the history yes. in a very like stream of consciousness fun way that I'm sure everyone is following. Mm -hmm. um, you follow it, right? I'm on board. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason why I've invited you on is because I grew up Jewish. Right. We do not have the devil. He does not exist mm -hmm. in my world. Um, despite what what all of you think about me, I don't believe in the devil. This is what I struggle with, and this is why I'm happy we're doing this podcast. Great. Because I want to believe, Scully. I want to believe, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> Truly, right. I do. And, like, I, I struggle with the fact that I didn't grow up with this stuff, so that, that, that mind passageway is closed inside of me right but you have an opposite experience mm -hmm. you grew up with a heavy belief that mm -hmm. this is real and the demons are gonna get you mm -hmm. yeah so the first time i ever heard about what exorcism was was my i don't know like when it how it came up i think the movie the exorcist we were talking about it or something like we we're watching tv and i'm my mom my mom is very, very Catholic, super, super religious. Um, and she was like, you know, Sapphire, the reason why that's the scariest movie of all time is because that can 
can really happen. And I was like, what? And I was at the age where like, I thought everything <laughs> my mom said was real and you know. Um, so yeah, like I, and so she rented the movie from Blockbuster. We watched it together. I was like in eighth grade or something. What? Yeah, and she was like, yeah, this is like, this really happens. So like, she just really <laughs> instilled the idea that like, this was, this was not fiction. This is a documentary we oh, were watching. Oh, wow, okay. Like that's, so that was how my idea of exorcism formed was like, oh, so like, this is a very real thing. And do you, are you familiar with like stigmata? Yeah, like in things? the hands? Yes. Yeah. So have you seen that movie Stigmata? Well, no. No, I don't know. Well, no, <laughs> that was another movie. I don't know why I judged you. <laughs> I know. No sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> so that was another movie that my mom made me watch. And she said like, um, okay, so if, if you don't know what Stigmata is, it's when your body simulates the wombs. The uh, wombs? The wombs of Christ. The wounds of Christ. So you get like holes on your hands and oh, then okay. on your feet. Um, and there's like been a couple cases of like that. Post like Post Malone's tattoo on his head? <laughs> is that a stigmata? <laughs> sure. Um, but like my mom, ex- uh, she the way she explained it to me was like sometimes, or in that movie specifically, that woman who experienced stigmata, she, it was actually not real stigmata. It was the devil pretending that it was like to trick her or something so that he could take over her soul, something like that. It's been a while since hmm. I've seen it. But anyway, hmm. so the point of her like telling me that was basically being like, you need to have strong, like you need to be very, very firm in your faith because otherwise you're susceptible to things taking control of you. And so that was like a fear I had growing up is that I have to be good so that the demon doesn't enter my body. Oh my God. Is it? But it's like, these are just things that that people say to like scare you into being good. (laughs) What does strong in your faith mean? Just like, don't you dare question God. Basically. Okay. Yeah. And to just be, you know, just a really devout Catholic, do go to church every Sunday, be a good person, all that kind of stuff. That sounds exhausting. I know. Who has the time? (laughs) Who has the time to be a good person every single day? Yeah. Yeah, No, that's really interesting because like in Judaism, the a tenet of Judaism is to question everything, question your authority, question your God, question everything, because that. that well, it creates a stronger relationship mm-hmm. with the thing that you're questioning. If you are given the ability to question and not faced with the demons are going to get you. Yeah. So um, that's why that's why the idea of possession has always been very interesting to me because it does seem like a punishment. Yeah. Um, especially to women. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I think if you look at any sort of case of exorcisms or possessions in the past, I don't know, 50, 60, 100 years, most of them, with the exception of a few, of course, are uh, young pubescent women. Wow. Um, uh, going through puberty. Uh-huh. Um, and then their dad is like, gross! It's the demon! <laughs> well, you know, that's reductive, obviously. But do you have <laughs> people are gonna be so mad at me? I forgot how mad people got at me. <laughs> oh, they because of Dark Five, yeah. Remind you. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> I love growth. Do you have a personal experience of exorcism that you've witnessed? like? Was I ever possessed? No, I mean yes. <laughs> Were you? I don't know. Was I? Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Foaming Sorry. or something? That's rabies. Um. Okay. So there's one story that my aunt told me I did an episode of something scary about this dope where I love that show oh my god thank you it's good um my aunt uh I don't know how old she was I think she was in college at the time and then she had a niece who was in high school and I think my aunt was like kind of the legal legal guardian of her this is why they called her um when her niece was acting really strange at school like um 
I don't know, she was just talking like really weird and acting very strange. And they're like, you need to come over here right now. So when she went over to the school, um, her niece was sitting in a chair and they were like trying to like ask her questions like, are you okay and stuff. And then like when she would like talk, her voice was so low and cold. Like the way that my aunt describes it, she said she was speaking in a cold, deep voice that wasn't hers. Hmm. And my aunt is a sane person. Okay, so like I... I believe everything that she says. I mean, sure. I wasn't there, obviously, so I don't know like what exactly was going down. But they like something. She said something was up. Like something was weird. Like and I mean, she never said that like anything led up to this behavior. But this just happened randomly one day, and then um, like they as they like kept talking to her. Oh, she said, um, "You stepped on my house," and they're like, "What are you talking about?" And then yeah, so there are these creatures in the <laughs> Philippines called duendes and they're basically like invisible spirits who live in these little ant hills in the ground and then if you step on them or disturb them they will bring you bad luck and I guess in this case they inhabited the body of my aunt's niece oh God. and we're using her as like a as a messaging thing or <laughs> to communicate with your aunt's niece yeah not me what is that to you I, <laughs> is that your cousin I don't know. I don't okay. know what to call her. All right. Your right? aunt's niece. My aunt's niece. Well, you called her your aunt's niece. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what you call that. That's interesting. Because it's not really It's an interesting to me. I don't, you know I, mean? I don't even know if I have one of those. My aunt's niece. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, no, that's really interesting, though. And how did they get rid of the duende? Oh, okay. So, basically, what you do is oh. you have to give them some sort of, like, fruit sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So, like, my aunt's niece was like, you need to put bananas and sh- honey? or But I think it was, like, bananas mostly. And you put it, like, by the anthills. And then they'll take the fruit as, like, a, okay, we're good. Ant and sacrifice. They just, yeah. <laughs> and then she was fine after they, just, they did that. They just fly away? Yeah, they just she was just fine. Well, that's pretty cool. That's what I find the most interesting about exorcism as a whole is the way that people uh, get rid of them. Right. What I always grew up thinking, like you said earlier, the only thing that I had as a frame of reference were movies like The Exorcist. So I was like, well, she's got to turn into a zombie. And then she, yeah, zombie face. Mm-hmm. And then they've got to hold her down and she's got to flip her head around and spit pea soup at you. That's what right. an exorcism is in my head. But... Mm-hmm. Through research and through, you know, being a grown-ass human, I've learned that there are so many different ways that people expel demons from you. And so that kind of brings us to the next thing, which is the Starbucks exorcism. (gasps) Yes, please tell me all about it. Uh, Hey, guys, we'll be right back. Uh, We have a lot of things to talk about, so please just, just hang tight. Twiddle your thumbs. Twiddle? Is that what it is? Yeah, twiddle. Okay, cool. Listen to this and be right back. (laughs) Welcome back. That's pretty good. That was that was good. That was like, like it was like really like in the tone. Deep the, it there. was dual tone. Yeah. Whoa. Am I? Oh my god. Possessed. Hang on. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> hey y'all, we're back with Sapphire Sindalo, Queen of Spooky Town. Aww. And uh, Duchess of my heart. So, somebody took a video of some boys in Texas. When like, was this? So, 2014, but it recently resurfaced. Okay. There's some boys that I they look around like anywhere from like 17 to 22. Okay. You know, like that right. age boy, spiky haired, like all of it. Right. And they were performing an exorcism outside of a Starbucks into a Starbucks cup. And so this boy was like, here, I actually have a video of it. I actually have a video of it. Oh my God. 
<clears throat> I'm really excited to show you. Now, all your legions of poison. All your legions of poison. Out! Head right now. He's out! All your legions of poison. All your legions of poison. What? Wait. What if he's just drunk? <laughs> <laughs> it's just spit up. By the blood of Jesus Christ, you have no legal ground to be in here. You have no legal ground to be in here. You have to leave. Wait, who is this like? You can't trespass on the cross, Sapphire. That's what they're saying? Oh. By the blood of Jesus Christ. Do they do they show like what happens after? Like no. Or is this just like very short? Oh. What? We ask you to hug this man right now with your love, Father. But like how do they know like what happened to make them go, Oh, we need to do this right now? No, that's what I love about this video. It doesn't show like the They didn't do it for anybody. Like they didn't they they didn't record it themselves. Somebody recorded it. Yeah, they were just doing it. There's Boys Night Out. I love this video um, because they are just pointing at him and they're like, you gotta go. Sorry, dude. Sorry, demon. You gotta get out of here. You, gonna... You're not invited here. You are trespassing. They keep saying, you're trespassing. And he's spitting up into like a red holiday cup. Yeah. <laughs> like he's spitting up into a Starbucks cup uh -huh. and they're just doing it on the porch. So I did not know that your bros could get the demons out of you. I didn't know that on a bro's night out, you could just expel a demon for fun. Cause they were all like, they looked like they were going out. They were having a nice night at Starbucks. It was, you. it's so it's for real. It's for real. Like they like think- Like theirs being genuine. They're being genuine. They're being genuine. Nobody knows anything about it. But that, what? I think that that kind of um, sheds light on the new idea of exorcism uh -huh. the catholic church goes through there used to be i think somewhere around like 10 to t maybe five to ten exorcists um from the catholic church from the like the proper like the cat the big one <clears throat> yeah sure <laughs> um and now in 2018 there's somewhere from 70 to 100 um ordained catholic oh, exorcists wow. so yeah so i think that the idea of accessibility and exorcism has like turned into something else where like anybody on the street can do it, which mm. is why I think the idea and the definition of exorcism has changed um, or has rechanged. It changed from something that was just demons because you right. were feeling bad and something bad was happening to you and to this like the devil is speaking through you and the only person who can, the only like soldiers of God can expel this from you. And now like bros at Starbucks are right. telling you to spit into a cup. <laughs> So that's kind of the global consciousness mm -hmm. of exorcism right now. And I think we both watched, going on to the next thing, we've both watched The Haunting of Hill House, right? right? And the director of that and the writer of that explain, and also the cast, explain the ghosts and the possession and the, um, I guess, entities in that show as represent representations of trauma and mm -hmm. representations of grief. And so what I think is really interesting is that they've taken the classical idea of what um, a demonic possession is, which is just literally any bad feeling, <laughs> and made it into a physical representation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really smart. I also think it's a little, oh God, is it dangerous? I don't know. Dangerous. Is it? So after the movie The Exorcist, there was a huge spike in exorcisms mm -hmm. duh because people were reminded that it was a thing mm -hmm. you know just like when you see a dog's purpose you're like oh yeah dogs are good i forgot 
<laughs> Same with the exorcist. I right? never forget. You never forget. <laughs> well, you got two little schmoops. I, I got a lizard who's basically the devil. <laughs> oh, God. He won't poop. It's really scary. <gasps> oh, me. no. It's okay. We'll I need get, to talk to him. We'll figure it out. Will you? <laughs> I'll give him some tips. Yeah. <laughs> so... Anyway, after the popularization of exorcisms again, um, we're seeing it now in 2018 for some reason. And yeah, that's uh, weird. Why is that? Like, I want to pose it to you before I go into my idea because, like, I've given it probably too much thought. Mm. I mean, I had no idea that it was, oh. like, becoming popular again. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, any recent movies or TV shows, but, like can't think of anything. Oh, the Exorcist show came out. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. Uh, no one That's just the movie The Right. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, okay. So, here's what I think. Okay. Movies TV not as influential as they used to be True. at all. True. Here's here's some facts for you. Here's some Ooh, facts for your bitches. Facts. Um <laughs> <laughs> so the official Catholic Church of Indianapolis has reported upwards of 1,800 exorcism requests from this guy, Father Thomas. Just this year? Just this year. 2018. What? 1,800 requests. The Atlantic, you know, that very that famous popular mm -hmm. publication that people read and respect. <laughs> There's a man named Father Thomas mm -hmm. uh, who reports that nearly all of the people who come to see him for an exorcism have experienced sexual trauma. Okay. Hmm. This is where I stop and go... Oh, well, that makes a ton of sense. That makes a ton of sense. Have you seen the show The Haunted yeah, on I saw Netflix? One okay. So most of the haunting and possession stories from that show are all, uh, all of the victims were also victims of abuse, specifically spe sexual abuse. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh -huh. So um, this is not uncommon in the psychological community to, when there are traumas to fracture your brain um, where you will create... In most cases, it's a, dis a dissociative personality. Mm -hmm. You'll create another personality to help fr uh, compartmentalize that trauma. In this case, it's a demon. So these people are compartmentalizing their trauma in a way that makes the thing that hurt them the most uh, not so tangible. Like the thing that hurt them the most is not, you know, mm -hmm. a bad relative or a mean husband. It's the devil. Uh -huh. And that makes it a lot more palatable. My issue with Father Thomas, <laughs> calling you out, Father Thomas, mm -hmm. <laughs> is that he doesn't say that sexual abuse is, is, he cites sexual abuse as a pathway for demons to what? enter the body. A pathway? You heard me, baby. That's what he said. He said that. So instead, instead of saying, oh no, you've suffered extreme trauma, we need to get you to a psychologist, please, and maybe deal with that before we look to um, the devil, mm -hmm. he says, no, 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 that's very bad. We all recognize that. They're saying, oh, they've suffered trauma. The psychological fracturing has opened a crack in your brain for the devil to come in. So they're now explaining away science in a religious way, mm -hmm. um, which is what I struggle with. Okay, so this is another thing from Father Thomas. For some, being told they do not suffer demonic possession can be a letdown. Father Vincent Lampert, the exorcist from Indianapolis, remembered a young man who came to speak... Oh, this is actually very sad. A young man who came to, came to him seeking an exorcism, but was told he was experiencing symptoms of schizophrenia. You can tell me that I'm schizophrenic, but you can't tell me why. If it's demonic, at least I have my why. Basically saying, I recognize mm. I'm schizophrenic, but I'm not going to accept that it's a chemical imbalance. I'm going to accept that it's the devil in my brain hole. Does that make him feel better about it? 
it's the why. And that's what I think, that's where I think we're at right now in society is that we're so desperately singing a why for all of the bad. Yeah. And it's so easy to say it's the devil. And so if that makes you feel better, fine, but don't kill your daughter. We never talked about Annalise Michelle, which oh. I think is probably is probably a mistake, but you know what's great about that is that I talked about her pretty exclusively in the Demonic Possession episode of Dark Five on YouTube, which you can go check out, please do that, um, where I describe uh, the very tragic story of Annalise Michelle, the inspiration for Exorcism of Emily Rose, right. where she um, died of uh, starvation wow. and dehydration, and she was 68 pounds, and like, we're so desperately seeking the why that we're so willing to uh, d- take away everything else and ignore right. everything else. So, Sapphire, what a Rachel. fun way to start the day. Oh, right? absolutely. Do you feel good? I wake up every morning going, <gasps> exorcism. <laughs> but that being said, I just want to button it with this. I yes. just want to end it with this. How do you feel? Like, how do, do I you, feel? Yeah, how do you feel with all, knowing all that, you're a rational person, you you deal with this kind of stuff, but you have this familial tie to Mm -hmm. exorcism and possession. Okay, well, I mean, I definitely don't think it's what I used to think it was, like how my mom described it, but I, because I I remember we had this conversation a while ago where you were like, in order to believe in demonic possession, you have to believe in like spirits and demons existing like in this world. And I'll, (laughs) there's just something my aunt told me, but my, this is a different aunt. Um, (laughs) She is like, she's a very sensitive person. She tells me about all the like things that she sees and stuff. Um, And she once told me that like the greatest thing that the devil can do is make you believe he doesn't exist. And that scares the crap out of me. Cause like, cause basically what she's saying is like, you can, live your life whatever thinking Mm -hmm. he doesn't exist oh but he does exist you know and I'm like I don't like that's creepy and she's somebody that I you know she's not I don't think she's a liar I think Mm -hmm. she's you know so it's just it's weird it's it's stuff like that that makes me uh, just confused every single day because to me I've never experienced anything strange I do a lot of stuff that she thinks is probably not great we do Wednesdays yeah no yeah I can't (laughs) tell her about that because she'll be like Sapphire you're inviting the devil into your life but I mean I haven't seen him so you haven't seen him (laughs) but maybe he's just convincing you he doesn't exist I know see that and that's what's that's what's well you can never that's that's the psychological like quandary is that you can never um discount somebody's personal experience because they truly believed it happened. What you can do is look at it and try to understand why. Yeah. So I guess we're both trying to do that. Yeah. We're trying to do it from a more um, personal experience psychological way. They're trying to do it from the devil. And that's yeah. okay. Um, so yeah, I, I love talking about this stuff. Holy shit, I forgot. <laughs> I love this stuff so much. So um, thank you for joining me. And if you have any suggestions of what you would like me to talk about, I have a lot of ideas, but that's just selfish. So let me know what you want me to talk about, and I'll talk about it. And I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to be with my sister. I know. I'm happy to be here. Love you. <gasps> Love you, too. Okay, bye. Ooh, We're touching nice. fingers. You can yeah, see Yeah, in case us. you don't. Okay. You're not looking at it. All right, cool. Okay. All right. Oh, wait. Where, where, can they fi- where can they find you, please? I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Awkward Sapphire, and I'm at on YouTube and Twitch. I don't really do Twitch anymore, but no. it's my full name, Sapphire Sandalo. Hell yeah, dude. Yay. And please watch Something Scary on Snarled. Yes, on Snarled. 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 Yeah, and you can follow me at Rachel Sam Evans or Rachel Sam Vans. It depends on how your brain works. <laughs> okay, I love you. Goodbye. Please don't get it. Don't let the yeah. devil get you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
going to hell. If there's a hell, I'm going to it for sure. <laughs>